So let me ask you this question, though. Because I'm 27, right? No. When do we become adults? Because, like, I know technically I'm an adult. Yeah, I don't. And I, like, I don't know. y'all aren't much. Bro, you're my age. You're 28. Rook, you're a little bit older than us. Nicole, yeah. I'm sorry. I really don't know how old you are. But that's also a good thing. Okay, okay so we're all the same age. She's like, she's Brooke, like the baby. Brooke is yeah. the oldest one. I'm 31. I'm the oldest. Yeah, she's okay. fucking old. She's the eldest. <laughs> she's our elder. <laughs> she's our elder. <laughs> wow. Thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Health Unfiltered podcast. My name is Brooke West, and I am here with a guest that I will introduce in a minute, and my two amazing co-hosts, Roe and Nicole. What's up? What's up? What is up? I feel like it's been so long. Mm-hmm. It has yeah. been. I don't know. This has been a weird week. It feels like yeah. forever, and then I'm also like, where does time go? I don't even freaking know. <laughs> well, it's been two weeks since we recorded, too, right? Because we did this back to Maybe. back. You're yeah. right. It has been a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This we're so back. Nice. After all of our period talk, we're back. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you guys, my cycle has been on point. Uh, after, after you learned so much. Episode, yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is the perfect time to introduce our guest. <laughs> Mark Austin Fleming. Welcome to the podcast, my friend. I, I also Austin. have periods. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think the men love that episode. I'm not going to lie. Um, good, yeah. But a little bit about Mark Austin before I say hello. It, he is a firefighter. He's an airborne infantryman in the Texas Guard. He is also a part-time coach at Torque Performance. And he is a client of mine. And he's a client of Rose. So you will get quite the inside scoop today. And yeah. we're going to learn more about Mark Austin's story. How are you doing, Mark Austin? Besides the Chick-fil-A thing, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> Man. <laughs> life, life must be real hard. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, such first world problem. <laughs> it, 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 it's such first world problems. It's it's unbelievable. <laughs> I know. It's so good. Well, what but are no, you I've drinking? been good. Zevia. Zevia? Which one? The caffeine-free like you tell me to. <laughs> oh, see, I love this because yeah, we don't want to okay. mess up my circadian rhythm right now because it's almost four o'clock. Look for at me. you! Wow, um, I love those Zivias. I used to do the Doctor Zivia all the time. That one is by far my favorite, but it's the one of the only ones that has caffeine in it. It's forty-three milligrams, not a lot, but just yeah. enough. What flavor no. is that one? It's the cola, it's oh. caffeine, caffeine-free cola. And actually, if you look at them. Most of them don't have caffeine, which mm-hmm. is nice. But the Dr. Zevia, the, that's how I ended up figuring it out. Because uh, I was trying to, like, wean myself off of energy drinks and, like, coffee. And then I was like, man, like, I'm staying up late at night. Why? Like, why Why do I feel more awake right after jujitsu? And I, I'd be sitting down eating dinner with a Dr. Zevia. And I looked one day. I was like, I wonder if this thing's got caffeine. Looked, and it's got, like, 43 milligrams. And it's not a lot. But it's enough to like kind of give me a little pump up. So it's like, uh, and then I, I think I mentioned that to you. I was like, hey, what should I do? And you're like, don't drink them. Find ones that are caffeine free. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, that sounds pretty simple. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Gotta support that circadian rhythm, folks. I think the the first time I heard of Zevio was when we did um I don't know, we did some stuff out on the quad out on the quad at state. I don't the drill field, sorry, it's not a quad there. Uh and we were handing out Zevias to people. It was part of I don't know, whatever bullshit you guys used to do about public health and we did really important things called yeah, yeah, See yeah, You yeah, on the yeah, Move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, the it's the first time I heard of CVS. Speaking of <laughs> the health hut, screw that thing. <laughs> uh I remember or uh, so I found um uh Diet A and W. So diet root beer and I, I haven't had root beer in so long and it was so good. And so I was having like one a day because I was like, Yeah, whatever, I don't drink pop anyway. Um, and then I was like, you know, I think like, I think like my poop is getting more streaky. And I think it was because <laughs> of the, the because when I, cause when I stopped, it was fine. Like everything else stayed the same. Like my diet is, is good and I have fiber and everything. And so then I like stopped drinking it for like two weeks and I was fine. And then I just, I was like, oh, I'll have it again and see what happens. And I think it was a little streaky again. So I think something about the A and W just well, doesn't isn't it work like, perfectly. Um, like things that are like diet or don't have sugar. What's the alternative? Does it have like sugar alcohols? Because I know aspartame? that. Old. Yeah. Or no, it doesn't have sugar alcohol. Like, cause, but it was like, GI issues. <laughs> Where it was like I mean, analyze I don't know my poop. Say, like, caught <laughs> yeah I'm like question of the week is my poop no yeah i i think uh i'm sure it has something to do with it but like it's not like you know it was horrible or anything but i was just like hmm interesting <laughs> i was just like yeah. in the bathroom analyzing every time he goes to the bathroom <laughs> don't we is all this different you know from yesterday <laughs> I'm a scientist. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. He like brings shit into the kitchen and Casey's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm, I'm testing like, look this. Look at this, look at this, look <laughs> He's like, no, you leave plenty of it on the bowl. All right, so let's, uh, let's move on. Um, so what are you drinking after that fiasco mm, of a nice. of a story? My diet A&W. <laughs> now I just have another Corona. Uh, I'm just, it's, it's been too hot. I haven't gone out to get any more beer so i've left outside at all because it's hot it's so fucking hot i just don't want to go outside, i can't go to the so store it's inside. too hot nope yeah well the thing is also like I, I it's i would like to there's not as many variety packs as i would like because it would be nice to have different ones for the podcast and stuff but i'm not mm-hmm. gonna buy a six pack of like one thing and then be like oh shit i actually didn't like this and then have to keep drinking it so mm-hmm. i might have to start ordering some some um cool beers like you guys did that one time for me uh and just get a bunch of different ones i think that would be cool so and i'm uh making a lot of money now in big time so i can afford that shit keep working on your sponsor fake it till you make it bro (laughs) yeah pretty much (laughs) what about you guys what are you drinking coco i am with thunder ann it is an American Pell L from Jackalope Brewing Co. So, ooh, that's my girl, Thunder Ann. <laughs> that's my girl. <laughs> that's a great name. She sounds like a sturdy woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am drinking like a very interesting. Can you guys see it? It's like bright red. Yeah, yeah you're not pixelated. Um, we can see it. It almost looks kind of like a like a fizzy wine. Yeah. It yeah, kind of tastes it like, like it. So it's a cider from a local cidery, Bull City Cider Works. It's called 
beetnik. It's a semi-sweet cider with beets. That's why it's so bright. Mm. Mm. But it does kind of taste like a, it tastes like alcoholic juice wine. I don't really know. <laughs> Perfect. Plus so it churches too. If I was drinking alcohol, just to tell you about this, I would have a Ghost in the Machine, which is a double IPA, and it's really hazy, and it's delicious. It's made by Ghost Parish Brewing, which is actually like ten minutes down the road from me. And you can That's so like so like it's like you can go to the stores. They only sell them in four packs because it's so high in alcohol for an IPA. But I will go there and get two thirty-two ounces, which is a four pack. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> And they come in steel cans, and so it feels a little bit cooler than just the bottle. <laughs> That's sick. Mm-hmm. It's and, it's nice. And you're not drinking that? Why? Are you on call or something or what? Uh, that's part of my story, and I can tell you about that <laughs> okay. whenever I answer that question. <laughs> that and I also was planning on working out. I was nah. going to be a really good client, and then my neck hurts from jujitsu today. Mm-hmm. Like I just feel like destroyed so i was like oh, you know what i think ro would appreciate me doing this it's so hard to program for you man but do yeah. i feel do you get mad at me for switching my workout no. oh no. T- okay thank god because uh, i got Ro's really self-conscious so about that the other day <laughs> ro is like the it's king really hard of sarcasm ro mad. <laughs> yeah i give you shit yeah, no, but he's I'm, never mad <laughs> i'm all about you know clients having autonomy and being like you know unless it's like we're really peaking for something then it makes mm-hmm. sense but also if you're like my neck feels broken or it hurts what am i gonna say like oh yeah man you should focus on that instead of your your jits like no no worries nice sweet no here well we've got a question of the week this week before Woo-hoo! we dive into the pod so cool. here's our question Sometimes when I'm stressed, I really don't have an appetite. What should I do, or are there tips and tricks to make sure I get enough food? Before I'll you answer. Start. Oh, quick. go for it. Before you answer. Oh, my God. Nice. This is no. Right. No. So we don't have a soundboard. It just, uh, I don't know. Riverside came out with it and I just nope. had to use it once. I'm at Riverside just right once. now in the chat. No. <laughs> Get it off. Uh, all right, go ahead. Sorry. This is dangerous. <laughs> Anyways. I won't use it. Uh, so this is definitely very common. And um, the biggest thing here is definitely go with like the foods that sound good to you in that moment. Don't try to focus too much on like nutrient, like nutrition composition. And then another thing that's going to help is like having smaller and more frequent meals. Um, just, I think like the biggest reminder is like your body still needs to be nourished, even if that appetite isn't there and you're feeling that stress. The biggest thing is like, of course, like, Work on that stress management, but as you're getting your appetite back, focus on those smaller, more frequent meals, and then just go for more like calorie dense things that sound good in the moment. Nice. I totally agree with this. I think some people, when they get stressed, they either get really hungry, more of like an emotional eating response, or they just shut down and they're not hungry at all. And if you're listening to this and you're like, sometimes I'm both, that's also normal. Sometimes it's a different kind of stress. I know I'm one of those people. Depends on the type of stress and pressure as to what's going to happen. So definitely give yourself some grace there um, that it's all normal and nothing's wrong with you. Uh, When it comes to working with athletes, 
a lot of them are working on big goals that are tied to timelines. And so it's important that we prioritize things. So I totally agree with everything you said, Coco. And the only thing is in the athlete realm that I would tweak is just like making sure that we do prioritize fuel and getting like around and close to the calorie goals, depending on what we're doing. Do we need to make weight? Are we trying to make um, standards for the military? You know, all that's really important to keep on track with. So try to hover around there. Always hit your hydration goal no matter what. And then work on mealtime consistency. So think about having opportunities of nourishment every two to three hours. And that's where those small frequent meals come in handy, like Coco mentioned. So those are kind of the big things um, I would just add from my department on the athlete side of things. Sweet. Cool. I didn't get a round of applause from the soundboard. Oh, oh my God. I I think we had that one. Where's cheering? (laughs) Oh, Oh, shoot. It's so good. It's so good. It's like 36 oh seconds, so I'm not. <laughs> I didn't right deserve there. all 36 seconds. That's great. <laughs> Amazing. Like, uh, skip forward. Skip forward. That's going to be so loud, I feel like, in people's speakers. So hopefully. Oh, yeah. Sorry for I, people wearing I apologize. Headphones. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry for, my, for my, my clapping just now. I had to try to make up for Ro. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad someone has my back. Anyway. So today on the podcast, as I alluded to, we are talking to a client. You are the first ever client to come on the podcast, Mark Austin. Congrats. Woot, woot. Um, Super I'm fan, excited Mark for Austin. you. Mr. Yeah. Lis- listens to every episode, so he tells us. <laughs> I don't know if I believe it, but <laughs> we will. I mean, I don't remember missing an episode. I listened. Okay. I started telling my wife about her period. <laughs> <actually>. <laughs> Oh my god! I heard about this. She's like, "What are you saying? What are you saying?" You sound like you're feeling very domestic today. You must be in this phase. Oh my god! That was so funny. I forgot about that. I'm like, "Oh god, I don't like this word." Yeah, I think there's some negative connotation with that word. (laughs) Anyways, so today the whole point of the podcast is we're going to talk to Mark Austin. We're going to hear about his story with nutrition, fitness, mindset, where he is today what it's been like working with myself and working with Ro and then what he's up to because he has some exciting life things that he's kind of like started doing as after being a client. So we'll uh, talk about that at, towards the end. That's so good. first question, Mark Austin, um, tell us your health story. So how has nutrition and fitness impacted you? What was that like growing up for you? Tell us your story there was none (laughs) so like it was it was such a basic it was such a basic thing like of i remember like being in middle school after wrestling practice my mom would then drive me to popeyes to get food like that was my nutrition it didn't matter like nobody knew it my dad mom always not on the healthy spectrum not like not like super obese or nothing like that. Like definitely just looked like your normal parents, but like they would do Atkins, they would do Weight Watchers, Curves, all that stuff. Would stick to something for a month, stop, two weeks, stop, stuff like that. And so like I just grew up knowing what they did, and I didn't really have any like I didn't have anyone close to me that was super into fitness that at least showed it. Like we had now I have a really athletic family. So that always helped. Like people were just athletic. So they would just go do things. 
and then they would just be like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go run. Like, I remember my dad just one day was like, ah, you know what, I think we're going to run a marathon. And he came from the military, and he was in special operations. And so he would just put his mind to it, absolutely destroy himself, but he would put his mind to it, and he would do it. And so, like, and then he was, like, a professional baseball player before that in the minor leagues. And so, like, he was always super athletic. My grandpa was the same way. My so it was like all the men were just always athletic. So you didn't see like it was always we're gonna outwork a bad diet. Like oh it's whatever I'll just outwork it. Yeah, I got a lot of strong feelings about outworking a bad diet. <laughs> totally work. possible. Totally possible. <laughs> That's what Roe keeps telling himself. Just kidding. Roe's diet is actually pretty good. Um, <laughs> Crispies all day. It's all Crispies all day. So what made you decide to invest in nutrition coaching and personal training and like your own health journey? So uh, it's going to be if I cry, I'm sorry. It's a little emotional for me. But so back in my wife is in chiropractic school and she's my absolute rock. I go to her for everything. I was emotionally dead before her. So like when I met her and I actually gained these emotions and she had to leave to go to Dallas to do chiropractic school. And I live in Louisiana, Southeast Louisiana. So it was hard. And after like two weeks of her being gone, I tried to commit suicide and I failed at it. So I then was just like, I called myself a failure for that too. And everything was about just like how I suck at anything. And it's just like, oh, you can't stick to nothing. You're a loser. It was just such like self-hate towards myself. And I've never liked myself. I've always that was the second time that I've tried to commit suicide to. I tried in high school once. And so I always have like this self-hatred for myself. And so I was finally like, I can't keep living like this. It's not fair to Megan. It's not fair to me. It's not fair to the people that love me. So what do I need to do? And I, I looked at myself in the mirror one day and I was like, I hate you. And so just looking at myself saying that, I was like, well, how can I, at least by looking in the mirror, say like, what can I change? And I was like, all right, let me do nutrition. Like, let me try to get my nutrition in check. So, actually, that's when you posted your uh your your sponsorship for the three month VIP client. Yeah, my and scholarship. Yeah, that's what it. Yeah, scholarship. So I uh, I was like, what do I have to lose? I was like, what's she gonna do? Tell me no. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and she did. She did tell me no. You did not. Damn get it, the... Brooke. I'm, I'm <laughs> but, sorry. It was so no. hard to choose. But oh, I remember, shit. like, in my personal story, you said it hit you. You'd, you'd emailed me, and you're like, hey, I really like working with people like you. I want to give you uh, an opportunity for a partial scholarship. And so I was like, I was probably going to pay the whole thing. But I didn't want to tell you that because <laughs> I like saving money. <laughs> But, <laughs> but then, yeah, you just, and then you're like, well, let's get on a client call. And we did. And I, I remember I, I cried to you, like, and it was therapy. And I literally started therapy the next week. And I was just like, all right, like, this is my time to heal myself. Not just like my gut, not just 
healing my gut, but like healing everything about me about like my the the way I talk to myself, the way that I look at myself, like and I, I haven't been been diagnosed with body dysmorphia, but I feel like I don't see what other people see because I've always been told, oh, you don't look fat. You don't look like this. You don't look like that. But it's like I would look in the mirror and be like, oh, I don't know what they're seeing because that's <laughs> – I see it. <laughs> and so, yeah. So it's just that's, – that's what made me do it. And then to get personal training from Roe was I was ready to step up. I'd been making some really good strides, and jujitsu was going well. I started programming for myself, but I was like, I remember listen. I re-listened to a podcast, and Rose' claim to fame was like, <laughs> I got to work with John Jones. So I was like, Oh, sold, sold. <laughs> I was like, Andy's friends with Brooke, like easy bet. <laughs> and so I was, I talked to you about it, and you were like, Yes, I think you should do that. And so then me and Ro got in contact and we just shot the shit for an hour while I was at the fire station. Yes, yeah, so it was long. awesome. Casey was it like, was. is this a client call or what? And I was like, <laughs> I don't know, we're just talking, so uh, we'll see you in a half hour. <laughs> like, we just became friends at first sight. <laughs> Let's not get too carried away. <laughs> I appreciate you sharing your story and I'm sure it resonates with a lot of people. I think a lot wow. more men probably struggle with the body image stuff than care to admit it. I think For women sure. are more open about talking about it now with um, kind of some of the more body positive movements. So I love that, you know, you're open and sharing all of your story for sure. And I want to highlight how cool it is that you chose to surround yourself with a team to support you from all different angles. Like mm-hmm. I love that you jumped in and started therapy. I love that you're doing nutrition yeah, coaching and making like nutrition changes. You've got even though you know basics of fitness and you're working really hard, um, I know I won't spoil the surprise. We'll talk about what you're doing later. But um, you chose to work with a trainer too, just to help give you some really good guidance. Like I love that you chose mm-hmm. to surround yourself with a support system to make sure you succeed. I think that's like the three biggest things is like you have to believe in yourself. You have to have a community and support system around you and a supportive partner and spouse or spouse, you know, whatever that looks like for you. Um mm really key in success so you've got those things yeah it, my jujitsu family too also helped me a lot because like oh, i, I started imagine. all of that stuff with that like that was the next week like after i did it it all happened within a week and i was just like that's this is just all crazy like without really trying like i just like surrounded myself with everyone i needed and i just got a bunch of support so it was really nice it was, and then that's what i realized i needed and I always had my wife. My wife was there for me the whole way. Yeah, I've never met her, but I feel like I know her, and she sounds like a sweetheart. <laughs> In my opinion, she's absolutely amazing. I love it. That's oh, very that's sweet. So, sweet. so say, now, oh, um, sorry, oh, go bro. ahead. Um, you know, I uh, so I hit uh, four hundred five on the deadlift earlier this week, and it was the first time since like surgery, and even before that. And I remember, and I'm really just bringing this up because you were talking about like your spouse, your significant other, and then the negative self-talk. Because I, I was talking to Casey and I was like, you know, even back then when I was like my strongest and stuff, like there was not like any positive talk. It was like, you have to get this. Otherwise, like you're a piece of shit or, you know, you don't deserve to do this or you're not strong. You know, like it was just like, none of it was positive talking in the least bit and 
as I was like hyping myself up, it was like, it was like, oh, like you're going to do this because you are somebody like, because you've worked hard at this. And, and it was just like such a, such a change that for, for me, it was very difficult to like swallow that. Like, oh, wow. Like you're a much healthier person than you were four and a half, five, six years ago. And uh, Casey was like, well, I mean, I don't get it. Like you were in a relationship. You had friends. Like you were happy. Like, what do you, why do you always, you know, you were sad. Like, why do you always say that? I was like, I mean, it's not like I had a bad life, you know, but like I just had very little positivity. All my life was like driven by, by negativity. And she just, she was just kind of like, I'm, I'm really happy that you're happy now. And I was like, wow, you know what? I'm really happy that I'm happy too. So, and it takes, it took so long. Like it's been years. And then like, you look back and you're like, oh shit. Like, I guess I have been happy for a while. I just haven't realized it. So I think it's really, and Brooke already said this, but it's like so awesome that like, you found everything so close to one another where you're like in a week, my whole life changed. Right. For some people, it takes like months, years, decades. And then they look back and they're like, Oh, awesome. And you obviously had like some really tough struggles and it's, it's awesome that like, it almost seems like in an instant, your whole life changed. So, I mean, like I give you props for that. Like anyone who listens is going to be like, wow, that's fucking wild. Like, awesome mark austin but um yeah man that's it's like such a such a great thing to hear that like you're in a much better place especially because you just talked about how horrible that that past place was so but yeah taking i feel like it's even just within our society too just like this negative self-talk is just like like if you watch movies or tv shows it's usually someone said something negative to you and they're like i'm gonna overcome right, yeah <laughs> You're like, no, and it just like, hurts. When, <laughs> yeah. And so they say that and they're like, I'll overcome this. And then, but it's like when it comes to real life, it's like you're the one saying it to yourself. And when you say it to yourself a hundred percent of the time, it's, you're not going to overcome it. It's going to take a, it's going to take a lot longer. Yeah. So now's my turn to get to brag on you and everything you've been doing. <laughs> so we'll talk nutrition first. So we've been working together now for a little over four months. Um, I feel like I've we've become friends, and I know feel like I've known you forever. Um, so I, when I went back, I'm like, how long have we been working together? But it's been a little over four months, officially. What are you most proud of accomplishing so far as far as working through the nutrition coaching program? The freedom I've earned. And what I mean by that is like, I know when we stop working together because you're not going to have a coach the rest of your life that I will be free of my past self of what I was doing before and being lost. Like I'm not going to be lost. I have the tools and everything to move forward and just to be like, Oh, you know, like, yeah, this weekend was rough. We went out and smashed a pizza, three hamburgers and some more (laughs) Chick-fil-A. But like, I know like, okay, it's cool. What it says on the scale doesn't matter. Like, I know once I get back in routine, once I get all of this, like, foreign stuff out of my body, like, it'll be fine. And it's just, like, working through that, like, knowing that I can work myself through and not have to beat myself up anymore. That's that's what I find the most accomplishing is, like, you weren't – you're not just a coach. A coach is a teacher, and you've taught me what to do. Yeah. No, I am still learning. I'm not perfect, but 
I know it comes off that way. Oh yeah, super dude. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, Mark Austin Fleming is perfect. <laughs> You've done so well, and um, like the way I coach, there's really a couple of different like styles that help people. And for you, we established really early on that with your lifestyle as a firefighter and being in the reserves, things are sometimes a little unpredictable, and you're in different places for days at a time. That it didn't make sense to do macronutrient coaching, so we took a more mindful approach with the athlete's performance plate method, which is what Ro was like. He was like, athlete's plate? What are you talking about? Um, well, he said at Chick-fil-A, and I was like, yeah. they have that at Chick-fil-A? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, no, it's really plate, just please. like creating balance and like learning how to create balance and use visuals and, and portions, and you don't have to weigh food. You don't have to measure food. It's, it's a much more mindful eating approach. And you've made awesome progress, and we're, we're moving you down a weight class for jujitsu, and like working on some really cool stuff. You've you've done great. I'm officially two pounds away from it too. I weighed in at two o two this nice. morning. So exciting! And see, so. like I think that's a common misconception is like, oh, if I'm gonna be an athlete, I gotta freaking like weigh every ounce of chicken breast to the, you know round it to the gram. It's like no, like you really don't. There's multiple ways, and I would just encourage people to pick what's best for them because like you yeah. said it's not it's freeing it shouldn't be feeling like trapped i barely use measuring cups that's how little i weigh anything like it's hmm, there's my hand it's rough <laughs> no in the begin. now in the beginning i will say i was a lot more strict on myself because i was like all right it's gonna be like this. and then once i kind of figured it out like like what macros are supposed to be is to teach you portion size I learned portion size. It was like, okay, this is about what I need. So like I can eyeball it and be like, okay, cool. I got it. Yeah. And I can move about my day. It takes a lot less time to than weighing every single thing. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Do you and have any time for that? <laughs> <laughs> if I had a soundboard, that's what I thought. <laughs> Do you have any big aha moments or like favorite lessons you've learned so far that could benefit someone just starting with nutrition? And their nutrition journey. I think the athletes' plates was my big aha moment. Just realizing, like, oh, I don't have to do macros. I don't have to live my life by a number. Like, like all those companies that you see on Instagram, they're they're like, oh, hey, we're macro counting company. We can help you with your macros, like. Learning, like, I can just say, like, one-fourth of my plate's carbs on a – one-fourth is protein and then half of my plate's vegetables on a on a light training day, a day where I'm not really doing much. Like, that's – that was a big aha moment when, I, when you sent that to me. And I was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. put some vegetables <laughs> on my plate. Don't just eat – don't – I don't know. Carnivore just like, diet, man? Don't put – Come on. <laughs> No, I hate vegetables. that. Diet. I lost, I, I lost all my inflammation from that. <laughs> yeah. and None. Brooke really loves None. keto no. too. We're, we're keto macro Lies. counting. All the phytochemicals, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, just I think this. Oh, and just like another big aha moment that I have was like. Because I emotionally ate a lot, and we had talked about that. And you're like, "Hey, let's fill your time with something else besides eating." And it's like, "Yeah, 
why wouldn't you do that? It's just like it's such simple things like where you don't. That's why I had like a tough time with that question because you don't think it's an aha moment because you're like, oh, that that's just so simple. But that's the aha mm-hmm. part of it. And that's what it was. Like, I remember you said, like, like, go for a walk, read, talk to your wife, do something to, like, for that 10 minutes when you're just emotionally stressed, put something out and be like, oh, I'm not hungry. I don't need to. No, it's fine. Not to where I'm just stuffing my face with Oreos, which I still do. <laughs> yeah. Oreos balance. are definitely a part of a balanced diet, for sure. You know, they're they're vegan, too, I'm pretty sure. Oreos they're making vegan. gluten-free ones. I'll <laughs> be oh, all about sweet. that. <laughs> Are they are they non GMO too? Uh, I don't know. About probably that. not. They're probably all GMO. Okay. I, I love GMOs. I bet you, I bet you it still Good says guess. that probably. though. Probably. <laughs> That's funny. Solve the world crisis. You've done really well too with um developing some really good like lifestyle practices with like journaling and the stress management like. I think that people don't realize that's a part of the journey. Like it is at least a, a part, a big part of. I know the way Nicole and I approach nutrition with people because it's not about just the food. It's about so much more that's going on. And how are you supposed to focus on nutrition if I'm really stressed out? I've mm-hmm. got trouble figuring out what to do with the emotions. So I eat them. You know, it's like really hard. I'm sure Nicole can speak to this much more eloquently than I can right now. <laughs> Um, but you know what I mean, Coco, that I'm trying to say? The integration yeah. of holistic nutrition mm-hmm. and why it's important. Yeah, I've been thinking about that a lot lately just because, like, what I was talking about with Ro about earlier with just, like, my lower back pain, mm-hmm. I've been yeah. able to work through progress with my strength training, but stress and other things are still going to impact that. And, like, working with my physical therapist, like, it would be poor of her to just focus on movement patterns and not ask me about other lifestyle factors and it's the same thing with us you know one of my clients the thing that we've been working on for almost a month is her sleep just her sleep because if she doesn't if she can't have that in line then like anything we do with nutrition is just not going to be as impactful as it would be if her sleep is better and she is more rested and has that quality of sleep and has that bedtime routine and those things matter and I think that just shows like us as coaches, like being able to dive into all areas of someone's life is going to be so much more helpful to you instead of just being like, oh, eat this, don't eat this. Like, what good is that if we have no other details about your life? Yeah, that holistic piece is very, very important to me. And I hope Mm -hmm. every healthcare professional does that. Like you said, like, yeah, if you're a trainer, if you're a doctor, you should mm-hmm. care about the whole picture because yeah. you're a whole human and it's all connected. Yeah. For sure. All right, now we get to talk shit about Roe. So Best part of the podcast. <laughs> Negative self-talk, here we go. No, I'm Woo! just kidding. Maybe Gosh. Mark Austin can teach Roe some tips about not being so hard on yourself because Roe needs to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I'm in a much better place than I was before. But so. still, like, you yeah. still can't accept a compliment. Yeah, you know, fuel by spice, it's good. It's a good place to be. He's <laughs> like, I'm just going to keep doing self-deprecating jokes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not gonna lie, I do yeah, the same. Of I, I, still have a, I still have. I still have. 
Just because I actually started to love myself, the trauma yeah. died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big facts. I relate oh, to that man. a lot. <laughs> See, Roe hasn't even identified the trauma yet, though. <laughs> Oh no! This is one. <laughs> step one. Yeah, I, think, I think I got it. I think I got it. <laughs> so step one: deny. Denial. Go to a T. So Mark Austin, how is your training going with Roe so far? And does he try to convert you to be Team Rice Krispies versus Team Applesauce? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, how do so, I I feel like his Instagram tries to change me to Team Rice Krispie. I'm very much so. I love both of those. Rice Krispie is something I'm gonna have at night, though, not when I'm working out. That's so weird. I think that's it is good. Quick carbs. Why do you think that that it's weird, Mark Austin? I don't know. It's like too sweet. Mm. Like I don't know for some reason. Like okay, so I do have like a plan. So what I do if I'm going to lift weights, I get a big ass handful of pretzels. That's right, you and your pretzels. That's a good so, pre-workout, though. Carbs yeah, and salt yeah. on it. I love it. Whenever I'm having long time, like long hours of jujitsu, I do apple. I will do applesauce. I started getting like the little packs. Those are good. Gas station right down the road has them. It's very surprising. They might be expired. We don't know. <laughs> Apples and apple. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, and then I'll also drink like a Gatorade in between, like if I'm doing like two to three hours. And then Rice Krispie, I don't know. I just feel like that's a dessert. It's not like a, I don't know. I'm not with you on that row. I'm sorry. Yes, I win. Damn it. And I had this oh, volume bar too. But, I, if I, if I had but it is delicious. Coming, I just muted you. Like, He's like, I'm dang it. I was really hoping for a point. <laughs> No, I know it's you know, to be but, fair. Like it takes a level of like sophistication to be Team Rice Krispies, and I and I get it wow. that a lot of people aren't there, and you really have oh, to be an elite to understand it. So <laughs> I, you know, one day maybe maybe Bro, you'll have get you tried there. the Made Good Rice Krispies? The what? It's a brand called Made Good, and they make Rice Krispies. I know Brooks tried the granola bar bites, the Made Good granola bar bites, Brooke. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, I like those, but I've never had their crispies. Yeah, they that have rice crispies, like and I feel, and they actually are like, well, yeah, they're made with great ingredients, and they also are made with like vegetable extracts, so they have like a whole serving of vegetables in them, and I do oh. think that they are pretty good. But I, I, I haven't had a real rice crispy in a really long time, so I'm sure okay, it's not well, as tasty as that. Yeah, you're like, oh my god, it's so good, and then you have it real, and you're like, oh, never mind, this is ass. I'm like, it's oh, like- just kidding, my mouth is stuck together. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you have like a Halo Top, and like you, that's it's all you've so had true. for a while, yes. and you're like, oh, this is so god. good, and then you have actual ice cream, and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, you're like, I can't no, go back to Halo, Halo Top. Top. You gotta go in the trash. I, I love Anyone? the chalk taste. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> Anyone that eats Halo Top is just lying. To them, so. yeah, I mean, I used much, to be that right? person, and then I was like, "Yeah, why, why am I doing this?" Me too. <laughs> Life know, is too I short. One time, I, one time I, I go out my way now to grab Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, exactly. Like, You're like, I've, I've Halo earned this. Top. Yeah, I was. I think that was like one of the first things that like Casey brought to me back uh, when 
when she was chasing me. <laughs> but I was like, oh, I was, gross. I was like handicapped. Once you got slap, I was like, slap. I was like on the ground, just like my back in pain. And she was like, I brought Halo Top, and I was like, uh, well, I can't get it. So like, you're gonna have to like bring it down to the. <laughs> Is floor. this when you broke your and back because of Halo Top? And I, it, it was it was one of it was one of the many times where my was like I had to have broken. back surgery. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and uh, I think I think that was also the night that she uh, ended up watching one of the Lord of the Rings with me, and that's those were tests. I was I'm like, like, we don't need to you hear about your kinky college life. There's not kinky college life at so all. I didn't that know what you were about to say. You're like, <laughs> nope. and that was the first nope. night she. <laughs> nope. It was just that she brought me. He she brought me Halo like Top, <laughs> and we watched Lord of the Rings. God, that our was life deep. was so sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really we were never that. cool. No one no, be fooled by this anyway, podcast. It was, it was great. It was a good time, and that's that. That's. I'm just I saying, knew. if you don't watch Lord of the Rings, yeah, you're not exactly. Cool. If you don't watch Lord of the Rings, you're not. Cool. <laughs> I'm Harry, I'm team you Harry had to dress Potter. up as Legolas, yeah, though, didn't cool, you? Rose? That what? <laughs> I said you had to dress up as Legolas. Yeah, didn't absolutely. You? You're an Orlando yeah, Blue yeah, definitely fan. for sure. I was like, what are your Elven eyes see, Casey? Anyway. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're getting too nerdy on this podcast. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> well, I'll refocus us. So give us the scoop on training with Roe. How's it going? What have you learned? I'm strong as fuck. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, seriously, like, <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy. Like, it's, I think people are always looking for, like, the next greatest thing. Like, oh, well, how does the programming look like? And if it's not like this or that, like, I can't do it because I'm so, in Rose terms, sophisticated. <laughs> and so, <laughs> but, like, when I first saw Rose programming, it turned me off right away. I was like, Ugh. I was like, no, man, that's what? It cannot be that basic. It's like, it's like it's too basic. Yeah. I was like, and that's what I was thinking in my head. Cause like, and then I was just like, you know, I'm paying them. I got to do it. So <laughs> Smart man. So, and, <laughs> Smart man. But that's the thing. It's like, well, and that, what I literally told myself is he's the doctor. Like, well, not yet. Not yet. Oh, let nice. me give you, take the compliment. exactly yeah i gotta say i gotta say it though you know we never know what's gonna happen in a year but the man that's working on his phd is giving me some programming in in his field so i was like i gotta do it so let me see and we started doing it i'm crushing it like i am and it's crazy so like this past week wrote i hit so remember how i put on the three sets of 10 for back squat i put 275 as the last set yeah so I actually went for 315, the set after that, and I got seven reps. I was like, if 275 felt pretty great. <laughs> 275 felt so good, good, and I was like, I was like, man, I don't, I really, okay, I'm, I'm not weird. I feel like every person that works out will like relate to this, especially if you've lifted like 315 before. You're like, I don't want to put 305. I want the three yeah. big 45s on there. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> and so I was like, hmm, 30 pound jump or 45 pound jump or 40 pound jump. I was like, mm, we're gonna go with 40 pound jump. You That's cool. Full sender, man. Sometimes yeah. you just gotta do it. <laughs> and I, I told, I told the guy that was spotting me. I looked at him. I said, if you touch me, we're gonna have a problem. I better be like, <laughs> I better be failing this horribly for you to you touch be me. Dead. 
I need to be on the ground. <laughs> and he was like, I got you, man. And so, but I, I hit seven reps. I almost probably got a hernia, but I'm living, so it's okay. But I was, I was super proud. I was like, dude, I hit 315 for seven reps after I'd already done three sets of 10. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. I was like, if I probably would have done this better, probably would have hit it for 10. So, whenever you do eventually give it back to me, I know we're getting ready for some tournaments, but whenever we do go back to that, that is a goal is to hit 315 for 10. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. Um, so, like like he just said, uh, so much of the programming is like, it's very basic, and the thought process here is like, <laughs> Mark Austin, what do you do for work? Like, I don't think we've said it, but like, what do you do for work? I'm a fire. I'm a fireman, and then I'm also an airborne infantryman in the in the guard. <laughs> right. So it's like, at any point, you could get sent to go do work, right? Especially on the days where you're on call. And mm-hmm. so when I when I see that, I'm like, okay, well, we're gonna hit, you know, some of our our max strength work, and then we're just gonna focus on like power development and maybe some hypertrophy work. Because you can't be dead, <laughs> you know, like imagine ultra high volume workouts because you just want to get huge and then you can't carry yourself. You can't carry someone else. You can't pick something up off of someone else. And like they're going to be like, what what's your problem? We need you. And I'm like, oh, you know, my my forms are pretty blasted because I did 40 sets of fucking hammer curls. Like, OK, why do we do that? Uh, and I know that like. You also do jujitsu. And so. <laughs> some people like will program just for their sport. Right. And then it's like, well, we have to program not just for your sport, but for your work. And then for the fact that you do have to be a good husband, the fact that you do have to still have enough energy to focus on your nutrition, your lifestyle habits and everything. And if you just get all that out in two hours, then like everything else goes to shit. And that's why, like, I think it's great. You said that, you know, you looked at my program, you're like, this is basic as fuck. I'm not doing a bunch of power cleans, a bunch of like, uh, I, uh, assault bike work. Like it's not tri sets, but it was just like, Hey, here's what we're doing. We're going to build on it and you're going to see your strength go up and you're not going to feel like complete ass. But like, it all stems from the fact that you do two very high active things where you have to be able to do things at a moment's notice. And why would you just spend all your energy one hour out of the rest you know out out of and then 23 more you're like it's it's not you're not worth anything for sure no the last programming i did not call anyone out but it was super long super strenuous and i was always dead couldn't do jujitsu i can do your workouts and still do jujitsu in the same day i can do it while being at work and not feel absolutely gassed and I did get a really good compliment the other day. Someone said that my neck, my neck, was thick as fuck. He's a girthy boy. <laughs> yeah, so they, they were like, yeah, "Why is they, they go? Why is his neck so big?" I said, "Because I'm a trap lord with these giant traps I have." And so uh, and that's, that's from the jits for sure. <laughs> oh, but no, and I mean, I went from being able to do like ten pull ups for a set to now I'm doing like. I can knock out two sets of 15, so I know I can do, like, unbroken, too, and not kipping, like, strict, just for all you CrossFitters out there. (laughs) Yeah, and, like, you you said you have have tournaments coming up, and it's 
two, maybe three, right? In the span of the next, I think, two months. And so automatically, I'm like, I think the next one is like early or mid-August. And it's like, well, I we're going to we're gonna... it went down from it went down to one. Oh, okay. Well, let me know. Uh, that's good. Uh, well, I do. I was going to talk way. to you today. <laughs> that's right. But it's like, it's like from there, at least, well, it's like, okay, well, let's assume it was four weeks. Then we're going to start peaking you now. So, like, if you look at it now, it's like even more bare bones than it was before because mm-hmm. it's like we're going to get you to hit your strength and power stuff. And then that's it. Like, now is not the time to try and get big arms. Now is not the try- time to try to put on like muscle mass or whatever, especially if you're trying to move down a weight class, right? And so it's like all of those things come into play. And if you are someone who is like getting ready to compete at something and your coach is like progressively adding more things on and then telling you that you're not like working hard enough or something like that, then it's not you. It's most likely that they're just programming terribly um but i do definitely need to say that you're able to to do this on the regular because you work with brooke right like if you had even like my bare bone stuff if you did that jujitsu and had a shitty sleep schedule because you're a fireman and then also do fireman stuff you you still wouldn't have had the success if you weren't fueled properly so like we said, it's like a perfect storm that all things have been coming together. Um, but like, even if I have quote unquote, like great program or whatever, if you're not fueling, then it's not going to do anything, anything really. So um, again, props to you for putting everything together the way it's uh, supposed to be, I guess. But. I think, well, I get asked a lot. I'll refer to tactical athletes and people that aren't one don't know what we mean. And that means... You're a firefighter, you're police, you're military, you're first responder. You're someone who has to be athletic for your job. Mm-hmm. It's not just – it's hard enough to program, train, and plan for a sport if, as a competitor. When you throw into the mix that, like, hey, I'm a military, I'm first responder, it's like a whole nother ball game. And, you know, you had kind of talked about a little bit, Mark Austin, how we work on circadian rhythm support and stuff like that. You know, it's just so multifaceted because of your job. It's important that you like you need to be able to perform to do your yeah. job your best, and that's why I love. I think working with tactile athletes, it's like this big puzzle. It's very challenging, mm-hmm. um, and it makes such a difference when we can be intentional about our training, be intentional about our fueling, and and really work to support your body through all the chaos that comes along with it. For sure, perfect word, just straight chaos. Yeah, I, I completely agree with all that. Like, I, I had to have a team, and I got the perfect team around me, whether I knew that at the time or not. But I mean, like, I have two. Like, like you talked about earlier about the journaling book. Like, I journal. I have two routines. I have one for when I'm going to work, and then I have one for when I'm off. And then it's like the and whenever I just have my 24 hours off in between shifts, like it, I'm still in my fire department routine. And that's the one that I live the most. And I have a bedtime. I make sure I hit, I hit certain things, certain days. And I'm very, people would probably look at my life and be like, Oh, you're boring. And it's like, but I'm doing everything I love to do. <laughs> you're boring. Yeah. But it's like, I schedule and y'all helped me with both. Like Brooke, you helped me with that more than probably anyone I've ever had in my entire life. I didn't know how to schedule shit. 
That's our work. <laughs> That's my expertise. But it's like, <laughs> like, like even I came to you for nutrition. I got something. I got a friend. I got a personal planner. <laughs> I got a nutrition coach. Like, I got someone that cared about me too. And I think that's what a lot of people, when they look into this, they need to realize like you're going to get someone that cares for you and is going to be a friend. They're going to understand you. They're going to have empathy for you. They're going to have the sympathy for you, but then they're going to push you. They're not going to let you just, just give excuses. Like what we talked about the other day. Like I felt like I was giving myself too much grace. And then we had to talk about like, all right, when do I need to do that? When do I not? And so, yeah, I think that's I, – if anyone's ever thinking about this, I say just dive. Just dive in. Just jump. It's like you're already in the plane of going and you have a parachute on. Just jump out. I mean, you're halfway. I mean, and I will never, ever, ever have to get another nutrition coach. Never have to uh, – I, I got all the tools I need for the rest of my life. Now, obviously, like maybe why I need some help later down the road, yes, maybe – but then this is also, I mean, I've been helping my wife with this stuff. But when we have kids, because I can't wait for that, I'm going to teach my kids about this stuff because I didn't have that. <laughs> and it's like that's what, I mean, like when you look at, I don't know, especially the time that we all grew up because we all grew up around the same time. Like when you Except think about like, yeah. like <laughs> nutrition wasn't, it was Atkins diet and stuff like that. So yep. Slim fast. That's what yeah. my mom did. Oh, or yeah, uh, fast. what is it, Jenny bag. Fit Mills or whatever? The uh, Jenny Craig. Jenny Craig. Jenny Craig. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, and you just see actors doing something. It's like, yes, they're also taking steroids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're not and just they doing that. Personal chefs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're spending millions of dollars to get paid millions of dollars. I don't have that. So, but I spend some money to where I never have to spend that money again. I'm gonna save my i saved my life emotionally and mentally i'm not gonna have all these doctor i probably will have doctor's bills but it won't be for my nutrition (laughs) (laughs) i do do some dangerous things so i can't say i won't have doctor's bills but i won't have it for like oh hey you have uh you have cancer because you've just ate like shit for 55 years It'll probably be from smoke instead. Yeah. At least you're trying to to stop all the things you can and like really taking control. Yeah. I think that's admirable as you're like, hey, this is my life. This is what I'm going to do and take charge. Mm-hmm. I love it. So we kind of alluded to like just how much it is to balance being a firefighter, doing jujitsu being a husband and just a freaking human in general it's definitely a lot so have there been any big like lessons that you've learned when it comes to training like how do you balance all this and just how do you do it in general i go a lot by feel i have a row talked about it in one of the past uh episodes but i have a whoop i've had a whoop for a while i track my sleep my strain everything and then but I don't let I don't let my whoop dictate my day. I'm not Good. fixated on it. So like there's a long period of time where like I would wear it throughout the day, but when I'd go to jiu-jitsu, I'd take it off. Whenever I'd go work out, I'd take it off for the strain. I didn't want to see the strain. I wanted to see the sleep. That was it. And now I've gotten <laughs> to a point where now I can just look at all of it and I'm good. Like 
kind of like, like macros used to really hurt me. I used to get so fixated on this whoop. I would literally stare at it as, as I was working out. So now I'm just, I'm all by feel. So like I will move stuff around and I'm really glad Ro lets me move stuff around <laughs> because my days get so hectic sometimes yeah. and it's, sometimes it makes me want to fucking cry because I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm so stressed out. Like I have jujitsu, I have work, I have this, I have to plan time to go visit my wife because she lives six hours away. I have to plan time to talk to my wife every day. So, because she's busy and I'm busy. So it's like, we have to, so just life just gets big. I have a really bad ADHD moment. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> feel. <laughs> by feel. It's I just like do everything by Tom feel. Hanks, good movie. I'd like with training, like it's like, oh man, I didn't get the only thing that I will do where I really, where I feel bad anyways, I'll, I'll go to jujitsu no matter what. I will go to jiu- and then I'll just determine like, okay, today's a light day. I won't do as many rounds. I'll go lighter. I'm just going to drill. Okay. And then some, and some days I'm like, you know what? I might not feel good on a tournament. So today I'm why I might feel bad. I'm just going to have to push it. Cause, and then that also helps me with the fire department because I might get a really bad call where I don't know what's going to happen. And I might not feel good when I wake up in the morning. So it's like, Sometimes you gotta, you gotta put, you gotta shut up and put up, and so sometimes I do that, and I just, but it's by feel, and it's I tell myself, and I don't get down on myself saying like I, I tell myself I suck. Oh, today was a bad day. Yeah, I felt like shit, but then I got better. I learned the most that day. I love that. You know how I feel about a good mind body connection moment. Mm-hmm. So I think it's good to have that awareness and be able to to go by feel and really hone that in. That's awesome. So since we started working together, you made some really big, exciting life changes and you decided to become a coach yourself. So can you share some details with us kind of about your evolution of becoming a coach? Yeah. So I decided to add more to my busy schedule and be even more jam-packed. dude. We love that. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I just, I've done like strength and conditioning internships. I've been at I got accepted for a GA position one time. Denied it because I was on the fire department. So I just was like, you know what? I really love what this did for me and what I could bring to somebody else. So I decided I was going to enroll in NASMA. And I started doing NASMA. And I said, screw this. I'm literally reading about how to get a job (laughs) in Chapter 2. So I said, okay. And I was already looking into OPEC CCP. So that is what I'm doing. I'm doing OPEC CCP, which stands for the coach, the client, the professional. So that's what this, and we have like weekly cohorts for 11 weeks. So almost three months where the founder, James Fitzgerald, the CEO, Carl Hardwick, and I think Carl Hardwick's wife, I know it's his wife, but I think she comes on too. She works, so it's kind of like all a big family too. Like they have several people there that are, are like married, and they all work together and stuff like that. And it's really cool because it feels like a family environment. And so I'm really excited about that. I also enrolled in Precision Nutrition Level One to become a certified nutritionist. That does not mean 
I will be trying to give such complicated stuff to people. You're a dietitian that, now, right? Fuck <laughs> no. I am not a dietitian, and I can refer you to one because that's – it's not going to be my scope of practice. It's going to be something very basic to where I can help clients out with it. We can change behaviors and we can just try to add something to them. But then if I feel like, hey, this is too much, like you need – this isn't a basic level. This is above my scope of practice, which doctors should do and everyone should do. You should know your scope. And so I will refer out to Brooke, to Nicole, because I will tell everybody about this podcast, whether they listen or not. But so I am working on that and I, I've already started it. I really like it. Honestly, precision nutrition is kind of like addicting to do. And I've really realized like, so I was reading that in the Facebook group and I've realized as I started doing it. So I'm pretty positive at one point I'm going to do my level two to get a better base nice. and learn. But yeah, it's, I'm really excited. I've already kind of like started it too, like coaching. I took a couple clients. So I got a couple it's not too bad. It's pretty hectic with the whole big scheduling and everything, but I got scheduling down. I just make life work. That's awesome. That's exciting. I really it's like them over at Precision Nutrition. Mm-hmm. They're, uh, they remind they me a, a really lot of job. what you do is what yeah. they reminded me of. Just obviously like not a like 12 years of education. Well, they, um, it's dietitians who create the curriculum and do all that. Like, I think they do a beautiful job with it and like they create really good resources. Like I really like them as, as far as nutrition certifications. And I feel like there's this war between like dietitians and nutritionists, but really anyone who wants to pursue more education in the field of nutrition, I love it. And then it's what you said. It's just like knowing our scopes of practice. Like I need to know when it's out of my scope and I need to refer to an endocrinologist or a doctor, you know, whatever that looks like. So I love that you kind of were like, I love learning. I can help with these things if it's beyond that scope of practice. So I don't think definitely you would ever have people. to do that though, right? Because you just turn everyone into keto and that fixes. No. Uh, <laughs> no, it's carnivore. No, I, it's paleo. That's what I was thinking. Paleo does it all. No. <laughs> Fixes your teeth too. It's great. You don't have to brush your teeth anymore. Just eat a shit ton of meat. Ugh, so oh speaking God. of like team though, like how I put a team I around team. me. My my, I know, but I was just referring back to something else. My bad. But my <laughs> wife, being in chiropractic school, her last three trimesters she can work for a master's, and one of the masters she can work towards is nutrition, and that's what That'd she wants awesome. to do. That's what she wants to do. So like when we open up a gym, such chiropractic office together, we we kind of have this uh basic knowledge to give people and to help people out like and get that mind body connection with like chiropractics the gym life period and then even nutrition and just like and then if she we've talked about it when we do open up a place we'd like to have an an, uh, a registered dietitian there so it's like when she gets busy we could take over for just like help them out with some basic stuff but then or them i can't just say she can be anyone they she he (laughs) <laughs> so got it <laughs> like, uh, you need but, to ref- be a dietitian <laughs> <laughs> but just refer them to the, have someone in office too and even have like a physical therapist like really have like a, a whole like working ecosystem where we're at I love this vision 
This is perfect. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your crazy, busy, awesome life to join us for a podcast. So thank you so much for being vulnerable and sharing your story and shooting the shit with us for a bit. It took you 40 minutes to get us started uh, (laughs) because you don't know how to work a laptop, but it's fine. (laughs) It was like, he was like, I was like, no, what the, none of us can hear you. <laughs> and then after 20 minutes of that, he's like, oh, I forgot to put the volume up on my headset. Like, oh, very cool, man. You call yourself a gamer and you couldn't figure that out right away. Well, because I awesome. play single player games. Now that's fair. You don't have many friends to play with. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. The roast I was, I was always like the kid that like when I grew up, like I wanted to play by myself. So like, so like, single player video games for my thing. Where people are like, "Well, dude, come play like Apex, Fortnite, Call of Duty." I'm like, "Uh, go fuck yourself. I'm gonna play (laughs) The Witcher Three, and I'm gonna spend. I literally have 500 hours in that video game. That's how much I love it. I think yeah, I think I have something like 600 on Rocket League. So I feel it. I get it. Oh, Rocket! God, I can't get into that. My friends try to do me. I just make fun of them. Get good. Well, I gotta say, good, good. I am good. <laughs> I, I do decent. Anyway, good time to end the podcast before we get angry about video games. Oh my god. <laughs> well, Mark Austin, how can people connect with you oh, if yeah. they want to chat and learn more about you and talk to you? Um, where can they find you on the interwebs? They can find me at Torque Performance, spelled weird because of licensing things because another business owns torque performance like the whole name so it's t-o-r-q then performance or torque perform on instagram you can also find me at flimdog11 and it's d-o-g on that one that's my personal but you can still reach out to me there so then i can then transfer you to the other one uh don't look me up on Facebook. I'd really appreciate that. <laughs> uh, we'll definitely link that up. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now we have to look. I I am in the Brooks Facebook group, so if you find me in there, you can message me there. I will then link you to my Instagram or email, which is also. I'll get you tw- away from my Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I will block you immediately. <laughs> I don't have the TikToks. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. do stuff like that, but yeah, you can find me at Instagram. I, my email is also, God, I hope it's the same thing. <laughs> I know it's Torque Perform, but just got to make sure. Yeah, it's okay. Same thing as my, uh, as my Instagram, it is torqueperform at gmail.com. That is how I use, m- I will take you from the Instagram and then we will move to e- uh the email list and everything like that try to keep it there but then we can talk through instagram that doesn't mean that we have to but it's just for business reasons trying to make it professional (laughs) i dig it i dig it i know i get a ton of different memes from you so and i love it but that's because we're friends yeah yeah no that yeah that's fair (laughs) but i love getting memes from from my clients because most of them are just they're just stupid i'm like Fuck yeah, low dopamine And that's hits. what I want my Instagram full of is memes. And then I want <laughs> business in the email. Or, I mean, like, they'll also have my cell phone number or whatever. But the, contact me. We'll talk. So send right. memes to Instagram, professional inquiries email. <laughs> to email. Yeah. <laughs> I dig Nailed it. it. And don't just, say, don't just say hey. Don't just say hey. 
like please tell me what like what do you need because i have people like hey and they're trying to have a conversation and i'm like are you wanting individualized coaching like is that like what are we doing here and they're like yes i'm like okay cool well would you want to hop on discord and like talk and they're like no <laughs> and I'm the like, bots got you yeah, and it's usually <laughs> it's usually some Nigerian prince or princess really trying to tell me how they're stuck somewhere and <laughs> everyone's got a story, man. <laughs> I dig it. Well, thank you so much for your time and for joining us. Um and I will give us our quick outro here. Um myself, Ro and Nicole are currently accepting clients. I currently have two client openings. I had a bunch of amazing people graduate this month. So there's two client openings and I do functional nutrition for athletic performance. And Ro is the master of all things exercise and performance. Nicole is our intuitive eating health at every size dietitian and all around genius. She is a sleep expert. So that that made me laugh when she's like, I'm working with my client on sleep. Like I've never met Someone with as a dialed in sleep routine. I need to hire. Yeah, her. holy shit. Same. <laughs> um, please send your questions for the question of the week to at Health Unfiltered Pod on IG. We love to hear from you. We love the feedback. We really like the positive ones. The best way you can support the podcast is if you enjoyed this, share it with a friend, leave a five star rating and review. We appreciate you all so much. We actually hit a milestone road. Do you want to tell us about the yeah, milestone? Yeah, it was like 1 a.m. Whoever downloaded at 1 a.m., thank you so much. Uh, we hit 5,000 downloads. So that's that's pretty cool. It's pretty neat. Yeah. Thank you all for Where's for the clap? Soundboard. And, uh, Oh yeah, let's. You're bring that not guy. on it, bro. Like, that's why what? I'm not allowed to have a. Let's see, uh, like, oh, we hit five thousand downloads. Uh-huh. Thank, you. thank you so much. Oh my god, thank you. Oh, you're too kind. You don't want to get some cheering going. Oh, oh my you know god, it's so great. Oh, bro, you're so good at using the the, the board. Oh, I know. Oh, thank you so much. Jesus. <laughs> wow. We I apologize if you made it this so. far. <laughs> um, you know, on that note. I'm going to pass it to Nicole. Nicole, take us out. <laughs> Cue that music. Jealous. That's not the first time we're doing that. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, peace out, y'all. Bye.